And now, Spotlight Montana with Laurel Staples. And welcome to Spotlight Montana. And today we continue our series on the opioid crisis. And this time the spotlight is on babies born with substance exposure. And here today to tell us about a very special program, actually a couple of them at Community Medical Center in Missoula that's making a real difference with all of this is Laura Perini. And welcome, Laura. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming yeah. out. And you helped to launch this program. It's called Eat, Sleep, Console. So. Give me an overview of the, the goals of the program. Sure, sure. So just a little bit of history. When we used to have babies that were born with any kind of substance um, exposure in utero, we would treat them with a program um, actually with a scale called the Finnegan scale. And it had a number of different criteria on them that were very, very subjective and kind of hard to score these babies. And um, with the nurses changing shift and going through, sometimes babies would score low or high depending on who the nurse was. And if the babies scored a certain um, number on that scale, they would be transferred to the NICU and placed on oral morphine to decrease those uh, withdrawal symptoms. And they would be put on morphine every three hours um, and weaned down from there, sometimes over a period of weeks. Um, some research came back from the East Coast and they started a program um, can't remember what university was at, called Eat, Sleep, Instance Console. And basically, you're only scoring the baby on three things. Can they eat at least an ounce or breastfeed well? Can they sleep for at least an hour after um, a feeding? And are they um, able to be consoled within 10 minutes? So it makes it much easier for us to um, assess our babies and look for those withdrawal symptoms. And then also, um, one of the biggest premises of the Sleep Console program is using the mom and the family as part of the treatment of the baby. Rather than taking the baby out of the mom's room, taking them to the NICU, giving them morphine and having them cared for by the NICU staff, they really look at the mom as part of the treatment of these withdrawal symptoms. So we work hard to give moms, families, grandmothers, fathers, the tools that they need to be able to ease these withdrawal symptoms. Um, okay. You know, swaddling, rocking, holding, um, positioning, sucking, all of those things. We try to give them those tools. Okay. Yeah. Well, walk us through, a, through uh, walk us through the, the program sure. from the beginning to the end. Sure, absolutely. Um, there's kind of two ways you can get entered into the program. One, we do have moms who are in substance, um, what we call medication-assisted treatment for substance abuse, and they are placed on a medication called Subutex, and that is um, prescribed from some of our um, physicians here in town, and so we follow them closely. They're already in the program before they even come to the hospital. They meet with the licensed addiction counselor at the physician's office. Um, they're uh, plugged into social work, and then when they come in to deliver, um, we take care of them as a normal delivery, and then afterwards, um, they're placed into special staffing. So instead of our nurses taking three couplets to one nurse, we take two couplets to one nurse so that we can give them the extra support they need. Mm -hmm. um, also, moms can be placed into this program if they admit to illicit drug use as well. So. After that, the nurses um, work with the families, like I said before, to help them to recognize withdrawal symptoms, but also to um, be part of the treatment and learn how to take care of these infants that may be a little bit more on the cranky side. Um, and then they're scored every three hours um, on those, that ability to eat, to sleep, and console. If they can't do those three things, we have what we call a care conference with the um, physician, with the social worker, with the nurse, and talk about the treatment plans from there. And that's where we may add in a little bit of morphine as needed. 
Mm. Um, but it, once again, instead of giving the scheduled morphine every three hours, we just give it as needed to help um, those symptoms. Um, and then as part of this program, you're, they are all plugged in with a licensed addiction counselor, a social worker to help them um, explore any needs that they may have from housing to um, transportation, um, support after discharge from um, the hospital. And what this program has found in studies is that it has um, decreased CPS placements um, oh. because they're seeing moms as part of the um, part of the program and part of the, the treatment of these babies. So these moms are learning um, skills that they need to take babies home. So um, it's decreased foster placements. Um, it's increased um, the amount of babies that we send home with their moms. Have you yeah. noticed that here in Missoula? It's been in place for uh, a About year, a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. So and we're still kind of compiling our numbers. Um, but we're hoping that that's what happens here okay. in Missoula as well. Takes a little bit more yeah. time yeah. on that. Mm -hmm. So the key, would you say the key to the success of this program is that mom and baby stay together? Yes, okay. yes, absolutely. I mean, if you think about you're separating a mom and a baby and then you're sending this baby home with this mom and she may not have the skills that she needs to care for these babies. Whereas if we can keep them together in the, in the hospital, really empower mom and teach her those skills, um, they have much greater chance of success. Do you see the symptoms right away at birth? Generally not, um, mm. especially the moms who are in our medication-assisted treatment um, programs. We um, usually see withdrawal symptoms between right around five days, three to five days. So we keep those babies for five days mm -hmm. to make sure. And mom gets to stay that whole time? Yes. Oh, yep. good. Yep. Oh, in right. the room on the mother-baby unit. And then what happens if, if you find at the end it's just not working out? What happens next? Uh, in terms of we're seeing more withdrawal symptoms? Yeah, or, yeah so if we see that we are give, having a baby who is really having withdrawal symptoms that are um, you know, making it difficult for the mom to take care of or that we're giving morphine um, more than we typically mm -hmm. would, then that might be a baby that we would transfer to the NICU um, just to make sure that there's nothing else medically going on with that baby and that if the baby needs to be on that much morphine that they have a little bit closer monitoring. Do you find that most of the babies react the same way or is it you know, by case? Yeah, it's very, very um, case specific. You know, you can have a mom that has taken heavy doses of medications or illicit substances during her pregnancy, and the baby doesn't seem to have a lot of withdrawal mm. symptoms. You also have these moms who, you know, maybe are just taking some opioids for back pain that are you know, prescribed to her, and those babies can have withdrawal symptoms. So we really have to watch every baby. And what are the symptoms? Um, they get jittery. They often have a high-pitched cry. They're difficult to console. So, mm. um, and then also um, they don't sleep well and they don't eat well. So that's why those kind of three things that we look for for those and babies. What are some of the things then that are done to help console sure. the baby or help to get them to yeah. eat? So we teach them um, swaddling techniques, um, swaying, movement, rocking. We'll get um, swings in there for moms, um, shushing. We use pacifiers because those babies like to suck a lot. Um, it's just kind of part of their um, heightened nervous system so they like to suck a lot so we teach them um, you know to hold them to talk softly to them to console them to shush suck all of those things okay yeah. what has it been like for you and your staff to be involved in this 
I think it's been rewarding. I think it's been very rewarding. It's been, um, I think our nurses um, in general love to educate and to um, empower. So it's been um, very rewarding, I think, for people to see success stories, mm -hmm. um, send people out the door together. And do you see more success stories than um, more complicated case cases? I think so, yeah. Um, unfortunately for us, before we didn't get to, the mother-baby nurses didn't get to follow these cases very far through because the baby would go to the NICU and the mom would be discharged. So they didn't get to mm. oftentimes see the outcomes. So I think for our nurses to be able to see the full circle and to be able to send moms and babies out the door together um, has been really a nice experience. Is there long-term follow-up with the mom and baby and, and how do you find that they're doing? Sure, and I, I can't speak to that as well from the hospital perspective, but I do know um, that the social workers and the, uh, the doctors that are taking care of them follow them closely. Um, to see how they're doing and make sure that they have the resources that they that they need. What did it take to um, to get this program starting? Did you have to add a lot more staff, or how did that work yeah, out? We didn't have to add much more staff. Um, it just uh, took a lot of education, a lot of explaining the why, um, where the research was coming from. Um, as mother baby nurses, everybody was a little bit nervous about keeping babies on the on the mother baby unit that might have gone to the NICU before. So a lot of education, a lot of support um, to our nurses. Um, and communication because there are a lot of different moving parts when we have patients in this um, program from the doctors to the nurses to the social workers, um, licensed addiction counselors. So um, there's always kinks to work out, but uh, yeah. A lot of people involved yes. and I like to hear it. It takes a yes, village. <laughs> it does, yes. Missoula has a lot of resources, which is nice. You also have the cuddler program. Tell yeah. me about that. Sure. So um, sometimes these moms are in the hospital with their baby for five to seven days, and that can be a really long time to be in the hospital in a small room without being able to run out and grab something, you know, from home or um, if you want to go out to get something to eat. So um, we have what we call trained cuddlers and they're people that we can call if the mom doesn't have anybody else that can come in and hold the baby while she's gone. So um, they're volunteers, they go through some training um, and they can come in and be with the baby and hold the baby um, while she needs to run out and take care of whatever she needs to take care of. So. Oh, I'd like to do that. Yeah, <laughs> Sign yeah. <me> up. <laughs> I think lots of people would yes. and I know that. The, so what uh, for those interested in, in learning more about the cuddler program yeah. and to volunteer for that, uh, who should they contact? They can call the hospital and ask for the education department. Okay. Yeah. Um, so run through some of the stigmas and the misperceptions out there uh, surrounding this. Sure. So, I mean, I think that anytime you're looking at um, moms who have been using drugs in pregnancy, um, there's going to be some stigma out there. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are working hard to decrease that stigma, um, not only in our own staff, but in the community as well. Um, it just, um, we're treating it more as a disease than as um, something's wrong with you and you're doing something to hurt your baby. And the mom might feel like a bad mom. Yes, you know, I'm absolutely. A bad mom. I mean, think about it. All of us feel like a bad mom at some point in another. And so it's not necessarily something that she asked to happen. And, um, you know, she's seeking treatment and looking to come get better. There's mm. never a time in somebody's life that they're more motivated 
to try to change their life than when they have a new baby. So it's a really great time for moms to seek treatment and to make positive changes um, and to get plugged in with the resources that they need to do so. And you just said it, resources. So what resources are out there? Sure, I mean, it depends on what the needs are, but we have all sorts of resources here in Missoula. We're really um, lucky from um, early parenting classes and parenting support, home visiting from nurses, um, lactation support, housing, um, transportation, mm. um, you know, um, even drug treatment programs that moms can go to and take their babies to after um, delivery with them, um, domestic violence shelters. So um, we really do have a lot of resources here in the community. It can just be hard to sometimes navigate which ones are right, and that's where our social workers and case managers are really good at helping out. Also, community has a guide. Tell me about yeah. the guide. So this is a guide that we give to all of our moms um, and families that are in our Eat Sleep Console um, program and it just kind of outlines um, what's going to happen while you're in the hospital, what kind of things that you can do um, to console a baby, to help mm -hmm. a baby through these withdrawal symptoms, um, gives them some tools um, and kind of uh, what to expect while they're there. Okay, and if, if someone's going through this and um, they haven't, um, they, they want to get help, what's the first thing they need to do? Yeah, sure, they can call um, Community Medical Center, they can call our Maternal Fetal Medicine um, doctors, Dr. Fawcett and Dr. Holbrook, and um, they can help them get started mm -hmm. through there. Okay, yeah. and finally, the biggest thing that you've noticed with this program since it's been implemented? Um, I just, the, the keeping of the moms and babies together, you know, that they, you don't see the people crying as their babies are taken mm -hmm. away to the NICU, you know, they, they seeing the look in their eyes when they're empowered to be part of the, part of the solution and part of the treatment of their baby. Um, it's, it's really just been a special thing to watch. And it's rewarding for those people involved yes, in yes. seeing that through. Very. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, you're doing some good work there. Thank you. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. And that wraps up this podcast. Thanks for listening.